Welcome to Intentional Leadership with Coach Bob Reich, navigating through circumstances. Coach Bob tackles the issues that plague business professionals today with candor and transparency. He provides real answers to real-world issues with his years of experience and practical wisdom. He will inspire you with value and provide you with practical answers to help you navigate through life's great circumstances. And here is Coach Bob. Hello, everybody. This is business coach Bob Rish again with another episode of Intentional Leadership, Navigating Through Circumstances. As always, I'm excited to talk to you today because I love to share with you what's on my mind, not only what I'm going through, but what people just like you go through every day. It's so important to have these moments that we can sit back and reflect on what somebody else is going through and how you're not alone in what you're going through. So thank you so much for joining me today. Today, I want to talk about selling with integrity. Selling with integrity. I teach a lot of sales courses. I teach a lot of programs. Many of you are familiar with my Street Fighting Sales Skills program. And it's an exciting program because it talks about how to turn a stressful selling moment into nothing more than a natural conversation. And if you wanted to learn more about that program, you can visit my website, bobrish.com. Under services, click the tab, Street Fighting Sales Skills, and it'll give you all the information about that program. But the reason I talk about that is because when we go out and talk to people, it's not about trying to sell them. It's not about trying to get them to do something It's about influencing them. It's about helping them understand what their needs are. But most of all, it's about navigating through their circumstances. We want to find out where they are. We want to find out where they want to be. And what we want to do is close that gap, which is essentially a sales process. So today I want to talk about selling with integrity. Here's the question I have for you today. Are you one of them? We all know the stereotypical used car salesman, the furniture salesman, the whatever multi-level marketing program that comes to you and says, I have got the secret that nobody else has ever come up with, and I would like to sell it to you. And many times, the moment we hear those things or see those people, a lot of times we just cringe and walk away. How often are people running and walking away from you because they see you as one of them? Today, I want to talk about how to attract people because they see that you are focused on them and taking care of their needs and not trying to sell what you have. I get asked by a lot of salespeople in many different industries, whether it's insurance, financial services, or just somebody starting a new business, and they ask me, Bob, why is it that I'm struggling selling? And I always tell them this answer. I always say the reason that you're struggling in the sales industry is because, number one, you're trying to sell, and number two, you're trying to make money. And oftentimes, people get offended or dejected by that answer and walk away. But there's those few people that will turn around and say, can you share with me more what you feel, why you said that? 
And I tell them, I said, it's not about selling and making money. It's about discovering someone's need, helping them to discover their need, and closing that gap from where they're at today and where they want to be. And the less you try to sell and the less you try to make money, the reality is, is the more you sell and the more money you will make. We can think back to all the salespeople who pushed you to buy something that you did not want. The obnoxious person who you could not wait to get away from. The person who you knew you could not trust but had to do business with. Unfortunately, this is how many people view those in the sales industry. An argument can be made that we are all in sales. We are selling products, services, or ourselves. We are all selling something. We're selling somebody, something, a product. We're selling somebody our services. Or we're just trying to get somebody to see something our way. And when we think about sales, it's really about helping other people take away their need when we really talk about what sales really is. The mantra of many sales professionals is one more sale. People are often repelled by sales professionals, not because of what they are selling, but how they are selling. The motive for a conversation between a seller and a buyer is important. The purpose of the conversation demonstrates the outcome. When the purpose is to get, the result often is more often negative. When the purpose is to give, the result is often positive. As sales professionals, we struggle with meeting quotas and the pressure to make that sale. The biggest mistake that is made is we try to make the sale. Unfortunately, the perception of the purpose is to squeeze as much money out of the person as possible. When the person perceives themselves as the target, they will lose trust. Higher the pressure to make the sale decreases the potential to make the sale. When our purpose is to understand a person's need and purpose to solve the need with value, the chances go up that the people who are you're working with will choose to buy. The difference is a motive to get more out of a passion to give more. Bad sales managers push two buttons, more and panic. Great sales managers have one more button to push. They push how. Sales professionals who understand the power of influencing people by solving their needs through value are consistent in three basic behaviors. I want to discuss to you the three basic behaviors of great salespeople and three basic behaviors of people who are looking to solve problems and navigate people from where they are to where they want to be and not only help you get what you need, but more importantly, help other people get what they need. Zig Ziglar says, when you help people get what they want, you're able to get more of you want of what you're looking for. So I'll be right back to talk about those three behaviors after this brief message. Welcome back. Thank you so much for listening to that important message about Anchor. It's a powerful platform to be able to really uh, let people hear the message that's so important for them to hear. 
as we were talking about communicating through sales and communicating with integrity, it's important to understand that bad sales managers push two buttons, more in panic. Great sales managers have that one other button to push, and that's how. And that's really what we want to focus on is how to influence people to take care of their needs. And when we can help that take care of their needs, that's really what the sale is all about. So we're going to continue talking about the behaviors that great salespeople possess. Great sales professionals who understand the power of influencing people by solving their needs through value are consistent in three behaviors. The first behavior is listening twice as much as you speak. Listening to what others have on their minds is the key to building relationships. A genuine desire to listen to what others have to say and not focused on what we want to say is crucial. How often have you noticed maybe as you in the sales position, you talk more than they talk? Or when you've been receiving the sales process from somebody else, how often have you noticed that they do most of the talking? What we find out is the person that listens more is actually in control. The person who asks the most questions is actually in control. And what we find when salespeople tend to talk too much and tell too much about their products, oftentimes our potential clients are asking questions in their head that they never voice. And oftentimes we don't even get the opportunity to answer those questions, which really puts them in control of the situation. We want to focus on listening twice as much as we speak. When we want to sell what we have, we tell what we believe is important. When we desire to understand what they want, we will listen to understand. It's important to listen to understand, not listen to reply. We all have been in that position where we're talking and the person that we're speaking to is not listening because they already have their reply ready to go or all too often they interrupt you because they're not listening and they want to speak and oftentimes their response has nothing to do with what you said and how frustrating is that? All too often, this is what people experience in a sales process. Number two, asking great questions. Asking great questions is the key to making a great sale. We need to ask open-ended questions when we are discovering our client's needs. Because open-ended questions start with words like what, how, when, where, why? Tell me. Please expound more on that. Uh, I, I would love to hear more on that. Please share more. Those type of responses actually will cause people to speak more versus asking closed-ended questions which elicit information that, are, that come in one or two words or one or two answers like yes or no. I actually had a gentleman who I was training and I was talking to him about open and closed ended questions. And he actually had the nerve to tell me, I don't ask open ended questions, nor do I like to ask them. When I asked why, he said, it's because they talk too much and they say things that I really don't care to hear about. I want to tell them what I need to tell them so they can give me the answer that I need. 
And I often wondered why he struggled so much in the sales industry. And after that response, now I was clear why, and he is no longer in that industry. Why? It's because he really does not care about anybody else. He cares about what he is going to get. Zig Ziglar says, if you take care of other people's needs, you will always get your needs met. Number three, focus on needs, not products. When we speak to prospective clients, a genuine focus on what they need rather than what we think they need is always important. We need to focus on the concerns they have rather than the reasons they believe they can't afford your product or services. Because concentrating on creating value generates more success than filling quotas. It's not about trying to talk them into buying your product. It's not about talking them out of can they afford or not afford. It's about understanding value. And when you understand their need and they understand their need and the definition of them understanding their need is when they've voiced it. Once they voice it, it's real. If they don't voice it, it doesn't exist. Once they voice it, now you agree that the need exists and people will always buy on value. When you buy on value, it's amazing how people are able to do more than sometimes what they believe they are able to do because of self-imposed restrictions. This is also your responsibility is affordability is very important. So you need to make sure you ask the right questions on can they truly afford it? But most of the time what we find, it's not an affordable affordability issue, it's a value issue. It's not that they can afford or not afford, it's do they see if it's valuable or not to take away their need. And it's amazing, the issue most decided by clients, it's not whether they can afford it, that's just the excuse. The question they're asking is, is this valuable to me and is this something that's going to be valuable to my family? Generating great sales is becoming significant by becoming a solution. When we focus on how we can generate solutions, sales will follow. The money we earn is a reward for a job well done because every dollar we make represents a person we served. Building relationships generates great opportunity to serve. The greater the opportunity to serve, greater the rewards. It's all about behavior, it's all about how we think, and it's all about our genuine purpose for being in that home. I always talk about in the sales industry, there's only two reasons that you walk into a home. Number one, it's to take away their need. Number two, it's to take away the needs of their friends and family. When we sit in their home, it's about taking care of their need, them seeing your value, and the ideas that you generate generally represent the products, services that you have available. When you focus on the needs of their friends and families, we talk about that as referrals. Them giving you the privilege of walking in to somebody they care about and taking care of their needs. When you focus on the right things, focus on the right reasons, it's amazing how powerful things get. I get asked every single week, I get asked by people in many industries, they ask me, why am I struggling in the sales process? Why am I struggling? And I always tell them there's two reasons. Number one, you're trying to sell, and number two, you're trying to make money. And many people just walk away dejected and discouraged. I do have people that will turn around and say, can you please share more about that? And I say, absolutely. 
And I tell him, when you try to sell less, you will always sell more. When you don't try to make money, you will always make more money. See, here's the purpose behind that. People are not looking to give you their money or to have you sell them. They're looking to take care of their needs. And if you help them take care of their needs and help them truly go from where they're at to where they need to be and close that gap, that is what they're looking for. And when we, try to, when we focus less on selling, focus less on making money, the reality is the more we sell and the more we make. Thank you so much for joining me today. I thank you so much for allowing me to speak with you today. If you would like to talk to me more about street fighting sales skills or any other programs that we have that might be able to help you go from that successful level that you're at to that next level of significance, I would love to speak to you more. You can reach me at bobrish.com. My number is 623-628-1996. Please follow or connect with me on LinkedIn. LinkedIn.com forward slash IN forward slash Robert Rich. It's exciting to connect with you. It's exciting to see you follow me because there's a lot of great value each and every day on my LinkedIn page. Please subscribe and review to this podcast because I want other people to have the opportunity to also receive this value as well. And also, if you have the uh, ability to support this program financially, we really appreciate you because you help us continually improving this program and allow us to continually send it to a much larger audience. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for listening. Can't wait to talk to you next time. Make today great.